What's up, guys, and welcome to the Sunday morning tailgate. I am joined by two rivals in the AFC North today, uh, Jordan and Jimmy, the Killer Jays. How are you guys doing today? Jimmy, what's going on, man? Oh, you know, recovering from whatever that was on Thursday night. That that was disappointing. Um, I am a teacher, so I had to deal with 12-year-olds, and then now we're on Thanksgiving break. So at, at least it's a few days where it's like really bad, really bad. Now let's come out of it. Let's get ready for the end of the year and uh, holiday season and all the fun stuff that comes along with that. But, yeah, the NFL has not been great. Football's not been great in general. So it, it, this is therapy for me. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you on the show today, obviously. Uh, Jordan, I'm sure your sentiments are somewhat similar. Uh, how you feeling, man? Uh, been a little, a little demoralized. But, uh, you know, Cincinnati has been here before. Uh, we all remember the 2013 season. Andy Dalton was having a, uh, a caliber year. He broke his thumb against the Steelers. Uh, A.J. McCarron came in, went 3-1 and one again for us, uh, won some games, got us to the playoffs. So uh, we'll see if the organization either leans on him or Jake Browning or if we sign somebody outside. So a lot of football left to be played. Yeah, uh, that's a great point. You guys, there is a lot of football to be played. Um, we talked about it. Let, let's get into it. We lose to Sean Watson for the season. Uh, Jimmy, we know your feelings on him for a good reason. Um, but at the same time, you know, from a purely football perspective, very difficult to overcome when your quarterback gets hurt. And now you guys are dealing with the same thing. Let's yeah. let's look let's look forward, Jimmy, just a second, first second here. You guys um obviously ended up losing that game to Baltimore. Your next your next your next three games, I think, will be probably you know, three of the most important games of the year. Are you looking to maybe shut it down and re get that good draft pick, or you want to be competitive? You got Steelers, Jags, Colts, your next three. What are your thoughts on that, Jimmy? Um, you, you never go out intending to lose. So it's not like that's going to be something advocated for. And you want to beat – we got to win some games against the AFC North this year. So there's going to be a lot of push to beat the Steelers. Um, we'll, we'll see. I'm interested. Uh, I'm going to take this week as kind of like my wait and see period before I make a decision. I don't know if, if we want to tank, I don't know if we want to continue to push for a playoff spot. Uh, Jake Browning has had, I think a total of 15 or 20 minutes as a, a NFL quarterback. So let's give him some, let's give him a chance. Maybe he's bad enough on his own that we don't have to necessarily tank. It's just going to be a struggle. Maybe he's good enough that we're going to be competitive and it's going to hurt us in the draft, but we all know at some point, Burrow, now now it's 100%. Like, yeah. take the time, get 100% healthy. If anything is bugging you, just don't do anything that day. I don't care what your, your mindset is, but we, we I think I need to take this week and see. What is Browning going to give to us at quarterback? What is, are we going to do at quarterback? And uh, we'll go from there. I'm, I'm on the side of I'd like to get a really good draft pick. I've already said earlier this season when the calf was the issue – uh, Xavier Worthy and, and Jamar Chase from that receiver out of Texas next year. Yeah. I would enjoy seeing that with Joe Burrow. Um, sure. Brock Bowers was a name floated around that I saw yesterday. That wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. So, but I, I'm definitely on a in a holding pattern right now. Okay. And then Jordan, obviously, same thing to you. Thoughts? You know, two out of your three next games are very tough. The Colts are no pushover. What do you, What are your thoughts on the next three going forward? I, I think it dictates the really the rest of the season on what approach the organization takes. Uh, you know, it's not the NBA. Uh, I don't think we're going to purposely go out and tank some games for a higher draft pick. 
Uh, but uh, I definitely, I definitely think you know, as a Browning, we still have AJ McCarron on a practice squad who's been elevated to second string. Uh, he's got experience both in XFL and this organization in the same situation. So uh, there's just too much talent in my mind to be wasted. Uh, you know, DJ readers on a one-year deal still uh, a couple other guys on the other end. You, you have uh, T Higgins in question whether or not he's going to move forward. I think uh, if he moves forward with this organization, it's going to be their will to win. So yeah. I, I think they're going to, I think they're going to make the best decision they can at quarterback. Whether or not we agree with it as fans, but uh, I, I think moving forward, they've got to try to win games. They still have Mixon, still, you know, w- whether or not Boyd uh, kind of gets it together, he's kind of in a drop slump. True. But the rest of the team made some big drops against the Ravens. It wasn't yeah. just present. Uh, you know, Jamar Chase can get it together. Timing can get it together. Mixon's been an absolute beast when he gets a chance, but then we kind of abandon it. We come out, you know, with these scripted plays where he gets. Nine yards, seven yards, yeah. ten yards, awesome screenplay. Then we just kind of fade into the into the background, which has been kind of his tail of the season. And but, he's, uh, he's trying to do the right things too. I don't know if you heard his post game interviews in the locker room. He's he's putting a lot of the onus on him, and now he said it himself. Like he's gonna. The, what better time to rely on a guy like that than now, when you can't rely on your quarterback? Rely on the other Joe. He's he's good and he's he's a captain for a reason. Like he has he's that locker room. Good. He can he can get guys going in in the correct direction. I I I haven't understood it so far this season, but what better time than now? Yeah, no, he's an extremely talented player. Joe Mixon, I mean, I always get confused because like you just mentioned, Jordan, you, you see these big pop plays. Obviously, I'm not talking 20, 30 yards runs, but all of a sudden he'll have a nine yard gain. And you're you're on second and one, and then it's two throws in a row. And, it, you know, sometimes I just I think Joe Burrow, you know, they we got to throw. We got to throw. We got the we got a, one of the top five guys in the league, which, of course, of course. But, man, some days Joe Mixon is just that perfect dose of on the ground where he can cut you for 15. And you're like, we can't stop this guy consistently. I mean, you guys definitely have players on that offense, but this is their chance. You guys yeah. got Jake Browning, who, I, like like Jimmy said, not a lot of experience. He had good arm talent. We saw it in college, but it's obviously he's he's slid into that backup role. And then obviously maybe AJ McCarron. I don't know um, about him. I would rather see Jake Browning get the get the snaps just because. But Joe Mixon, Jamar Chase, if Higgins can ever get back healthy, Tyler Boyd, if he gets his shit together, I, like you mentioned, Jordan, I was surprised. It's surprising when you see Tyler Boyd drop a ball. I yeah. know he has some highlighted drops. But they're not consistent. It's not like a consistent thing. He was struggling the other day. There's still weapons. There's still opportunity. The O line is going to have to do a little bit more with a lesser Jake Browning, which we've we've seen the statistics. I think Joe Burrow has been sacked in five years more times than Andrew Luck, and that was a historic number. Yeah, I mean, some some of that's Joe Burrow trying to make a play. Some of that's just bad O line play. But. You guys got you guys got a chance to still be competitive. I do think it's going to be a tough first week against the Steelers for anybody, especially coming off a bad Ravens beatdown. But the Jags aren't fantastic. Can your no. defense keep you in a game? Can your quarterback make enough plays to keep it close? Can Joe Mixon let them him be a bell cow for a couple weeks? I think you guys got a, a shot to be competitive. But my point was, you get a top ten, top twelve pick. You're looking at. There's a lot of offensive talent in that in that that top half. 
Should we mention, are, are we sure that we're going to have our first round pick? Because have you been seeing the NFL See, investigation? They're not going to take a, a first round pick. It'll be like a, a third or a fourth. Uh, it's, unless, it, worry, unless, it worries me because that's, you know that this owner has been so hesitant to spend money on his players. And the first yeah. one he does spend money on, he faked an injury and didn't disclose the whole thing. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. nervous about that. Can I? All right. Let, let me ask you guys. Obviously, this is more. You you can have a little bit more biased opinion. It's your team. Is the wrist brace? I mean, you know that could have been that could have been a thumb. That could have been like that could have been anything. I don't. I know betting people really hate that shit because obviously it it influences your decision. How bad do you think Joe's wrist was or air? You know, before the game. I mean, Jimmy, start a... with you. Or go ahead, Jordan. Yeah. No, I mean, he's had a sliced finger uh, the game before that on his throwing arm. Uh, he had wrist issues where he's knocked it into players' helmets. Uh, it's it's really To me, it's really not a thing. I mean, he's he's yeah. been put together all season. So to either to see him come out with a brace on his leg, whether it's his calf, his arm, his hand, uh, I, I think the NFL is just kind of going on a witch hunt for this. Jimmy, what are your thoughts? I, it honestly probably wasn't that they didn't they didn't want to disclose and it looks worse when the social media team from the Bengals has to go through and scrub it from what, whatever they were posting. Uh, Chris Long actually went back and found the play where he hurt the hand initially and he did yeah. get crunched by a couple of Texans defenders last week. And it probably it's a situation where, yeah, it's a division. Everybody knew it's a division rivalry game. It's prime time. It's Thursday night. It was a must win, touted as a must win for the Bengals from everybody. So was it Joe Burrow making the decision? Like, I don't give a shit. And unless I can't throw the football, then I'm playing. And by the time he got taken out, he couldn't yeah. throw the football. Right. Or maybe, I mean, it does. It, it's bad. But I know what the owner, I've, I've heard the stories about the Bengals pre Joe Burrow and pre this new, new Mike Brown where you're reusing jock straps. You have to bring your own Gatorade from the 7-Eleven across the street. Like he doesn't spend money anyway. So is it that far fetched to think that with his $500 million asset, he's going to push it to the limit and he doesn't want anybody to know how hard he's pushing it. That's, that's a, a, a good perspective. I, I like that spin to it. To me, I just, you know, I, I don't think they're going to lose the first round pick. I, I, maybe a third, maybe a fourth. I, I, I think a first or a second goes way too far. I know, you know, Let's move on, guys. We gave the Bengals a lot of shine. Uh, obviously, you guys got some tough weeks coming ahead. Let's talk um, the rest of the league. We got some uh, some big games today. Any game really catch your guys' eye um, outside of maybe the AFC North? Uh, Jordan, we'll start with you. Uh, I mean, obviously, the Monday night game is, uh, you know, a Super Bowl rematch. You know, I bet everybody's got that circled. Uh, for me, that game is kind of the measuring stick of where the NFC is as a whole against one of the best of the AFC and where Philadelphia, you know, whether trades finally pay off, whether, you know, big time draft picks, you know, getting a defensive tackle from Georgia, you know, that yeah. long longevity for the team. But make, make no doubt about it. That was specifically to stop people like Patrick Mahomes or Lamar Jackson, you know, mm -hmm. people mobile in the pocket. So to me, all all eyes are kind of in Philly for me. Yep, uh, Jimmy. Same same question to you. Any any games outside of that really catch your eye? 
I really like uh, the NFC North matchup that we get this week with uh, the Lions and Bears because it's the Bears are a weird team. I feel like seven and a half for this game, it's it's doable. Like you think about the season so far and you think about the Lions, like, yeah, they should be able to to, to win and, and win by more than a touchdown. But in all honesty, the Bears have so they're not great. They're still a bad team, but they might not be the worst team in football like we were all expecting them to be in. Um, I, I think that's a it's a tough game for Detroit, but it's a game that they, if they're going to continue to be talked about as the top of the NFC, because right now there's arguments that I've heard being made. It's the Eagles. It's the 49ers. It's the Lions. Yeah, which that's interesting whew, stuff. Whew, that's as a Bengals fan. I feel I'm, I'm happy for you guys. That's great. I <clears throat> awesome for you. But that's that's a game that I'm interested in. And then also. uh the Bucks 49ers because the Bucks have a chance to be the division winner. Um, and, and the 49ers looked good last week after the trades and coming off of the bye, but they did have some issues that, that needed to be addressed. And and I this is a game where you can maybe take that step um for San Francisco. And I'm obviously gonna be talking about the 49ers quite a bit later on on, on talking the gridiron with yeah, Darren and, and Brian <laughs> and those those guys. <laughs> A lot of 49ers talk from over the from over there. Um, I think those are two very solid games. Uh, I'm interested to see. I know you just mentioned this, the San Francisco, Tampa Bay. You uh, the lines 13 and a half for San Fran. I, I wonder. I want to. I want to see. Can Tampa Bay keep it close? Can Baker against a really really stout defense, a physical defense? Can he stay upright? Can he make a couple throws? Um, to keep his team in the game. I think Baker's had a really good season. I'm not one of those guys who's thinking the Browns should have kept him forever, yada, yada. I think he's in a in a solid spot for his career right now in Tampa Bay. But I want to see how he does against this defense. This defense now has Chase Young, another fantastic pass rusher, one of the most talented D-lines in the game. Can Tampa Bay do enough to keep it close? Um, I think they are, in my opinion, I think they have a good shot to win the NFC South. But this is a game that, you 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 know, if you steal from the 49ers, you really set yourself up going forward to win that that uh, that division. Uh, guys, Jimmy, you got any, what else you got for us before we get into our picks this week? Um, I think that we're starting to see there. This is going to be the weekend where you have a, you know exactly where teams are. I'm thinking about mm -hmm. specifically I live in Denver. Uh, my co-host Nico is is a diehard Broncos fan, and he's back on the train. The orange and blue glasses have been placed back on. He he's all aboard this Broncos fan base now, and the Vikings are the hottest team in football with Josh Dobbs. That's actually a very compelling story for what we thought was going to be a terrible game. I'm interested. Like we're going to know where the Broncos are moving forward and what their plan is going to be. We're going to see if the Vikings can continue to go with the duct tape and rubber band method on this season and, and how well that's going to do. They're only a game behind Detroit. Um, so I, I think that this weekend is kind of like the show me weekend. Who's going to be in this wild card playoff race? Who's who should we just stop? Ignore who should we just ignore for the rest of the season? And uh, th this is kind of going to be where the movement happens, so to say. Okay. That's a good pick. Um, we got Denver favored by uh, two and a half there in Denver. Bad when they're favored this season. It, it feels like a winnable game for Denver, though. I don't know. I know Dobbs has, really pulled, Dobbs has pulled some magic out of his hat. He's really made some incredible plays as as the since he's taken over. Not knowing any of his teammates' names and coming out and winning a football game like that, absolutely fantastic. Incredible story, like you mentioned, Jimmy. 
uh, Vikings just making it work, making it work. But Denver wins this game. They're at five and five, and they're in that hunt that you were just talking about, that playoff hunt. It's a mm -hmm. very interesting uh, Sunday night game for us. Jordan, anything you're looking at before we get into um, the picks this week? Uh, I'm kind of looking looking to see where Miami is at, you know, if they can kind of back on track, getting it back together. Are they playing yeah. somebody uh, above 500 or below 500 this week? Uh, well, I think it's interesting because Achan's back and see how their offense looks. But, yeah, can keep going. They, they play the 5-5 five and five Raiders, so that might be right in the middle, so they might play really well. I, <laughs> I think, you know, the, the Raiders, uh, with the confidence that they're rocking, you know, what, yeah. what kind of dynamic that brings to it. Uh, you know, Crosby's playing the best football of his life right now under Pierce. That guy's a freak. That guy is uh, pl playing 100% of snaps. You don't, you know, uh, wow. how many people, where do you see that in this day, day and age? So. Shout out uh, Eastern Michigan. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that guy, I mean, you know, obviously we talk about the big three or the, you know, TJ Watt, Miles Garrett, some of those other guys. Max Crosby, dude, that guy is right in there. He's got his nose in with those guys. He's just he's an AFC up. North defensive end playing in yeah. the AFC West. <laughs> but and the fact that he plays, like you said, Jordan, he's he's at least you know ninety five percent of the snaps every game. The guy is out there no matter what. If Antonio, if or, uh, if Pierce finds a way to win this game for the Raiders as the coach, do you give him the job right after? I, I I think they I personally think they absolutely should. They let the uh the name I mean, slip. Yeah. Rich Versace. They let yeah they let Fauci. I'm sorry. They let Versace walk yeah. after team and turning around in the same situations. Right. I I don't think you can let Pierce walk. Jimmy, what are your thoughts on that coaching situation? Do you do you if Pierce if he wins this game do you do you do you say hey. Into the rest of this year, two-year deal, or do you, or do you, or do you look at in the offseason? I mean, why not? Why, why not two-year deal? Because you looked at a coach in the offseason, like what Jordan just said. I, I thought they should have stuck with Bisaccia. I don't know if it would have been the best thing, but what are what are the Raiders always been? What have the Raiders, when they're successful, they've been built off of one thing, and that's culture. You know, they're going to cheat a little bit. You know, they're going to be a little bit below the belt, but that was them. And yeah. everybody who came in to play from Lyle Alzado all the way through Marcus Allen knew that the Raider way was focused on cheating just that little bit and winning. Mm -hmm. Well, Basaccia had that it because it was scrappy. It, I and the, the Italian thing. I have two Italian flags hanging in my classroom at school. So, uh, but I, I was a little bit biased there with Antonio Pierce. Not only are you getting that culture being built, yeah. but they're they're playing good ball. Right. And and this is the Raiders team we saw up close and personal win by one point against the worst version of Denver that we've seen all mm -hmm. year, week one. So with what they're what they've been able to do, it's it's really just like a quarterbacking situation. Can you continue to build this culture around this terrible quarterback play? Because Aiden O'Connell, I loved you in Thanks. your bowl game at Purdue. <laughs> that was the last time I should have seen you playing football. You shouldn't have been. <laughs> You shouldn't be this full-time starter that you are in the NFL right now. I should have should have cashed out right there, go be a car salesman in Indianapolis or wherever Purdue is in Indiana. But come on now. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's a good point because that guy shouldn't be playing. <laughs> I mean, he's in the biggest game of his career against the Miami Dolphins today, and somehow yeah. he's won, what, is it two in a row for them now? It's two, it's in, a row. two in a row, but here's the thing, what, what I said on our show, at some point, you have to be like Vegas and just think about who's the better team. 
That's right. why Miami has the line that they do in this game. Who's the more talented team? Yeah. But, you know, if the Raiders can make it, if they can make it at ugly, if they can, you know, it, it'll be interesting. Dolphins get Achan back today. Uh, he's a home run threat every single play. Um, should be interesting. I, I like that we brought that one up. Game to watch, definitely. If Pierce pulls this one off, I'm signing him to the two-year deal and um, letting him letting him instill that culture and seeing if he can get – if a, a former player can get a couple guys to come in in the offseason and play for him and maybe bolster that defense even a little bit more. Um, stuff like that always is interesting to me when you, when you see that culture get corrected. Can we get a couple more guys that play that similar style and then maybe they're better next year too? Denver. It is. No – that's hey, and and it's the, what they lost when he retired. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. That's what people don't don't realize is that it's not just what you have when he's there, but when you're gone and you're expecting Von Miller, who at the time had been suspended twice for marijuana, and like on his whole rebuild of his career. At that point, they were like, "Okay, Demarcus is retiring, Peyton Manning's retiring, Von, you're going to take over and be the leader of this team." And that just wasn't. That wasn't right. him. He was 30 years old in Centennial, Colorado, like having the time of his life. He wasn't worried about being the the outspoken leader. They should have brought somebody in, and and they didn't. Yeah. That's 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 why I think Antonio Pierce is such a. If you, if your players will play for the guy, just go with it. Exactly. Don't that's don't overthink it. Yes, right. don't overthink it. Mark Davis, you don't have any money to begin with. Don't overthink this. Sign him to the contract. You won't have to pay him out a, a massive buyout if it doesn't work out. Just sign him to the normal coaching contract, and let's see where we go from here. Yeah, it, it doesn't need to be, like I said, I, I thought two years. It doesn't need to be one of those seven-year deals that are worth uh, an insane amount Not of money. Not the John Gruden deal. Don't no, give no, him no. A spider two white banana. Sucky. Two, two years, two years, 16 million, something like that. It, just, it doesn't have to be one of these crazy deals that we've seen recently. All right, guys, let's get into our picks for the week. Jordan, we're going to start with you. Uh, the most important game in our division this week after Thursday, clearly. Um, Pittsburgh versus Cleveland at Cleveland. Uh, uh, Jordan, who you got in this one? Give me Cleveland. I think Cleveland rides the fire. Uh, that's not even being unbiased uh, that I that I hate Pittsburgh more. This yeah, is right. Straight up, that uh, I, Cleveland's got all the momentum in the world right now. I mean, they minus, minus their quarterback, but yes, minus the the, it, we are very, we are riding pretty high. I mean, riding, you're right, you're riding the defense. Uh, you know, Miles Garrett is your heart and soul of the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, Najoku's coming off those burns and feeling better. Just say no, there you go. <laughs> yes, go AFC North, everybody yeah. gets Pittsburgh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, fuck I, Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, I think yeah. it's going to be a, uh, I, I think it's going to be a playoff type atmosphere. Uh, give me Cleveland by three. I, I think you guys get a field goal last minute and squeak by. I think uh, give me thirty-one to twenty-eight. All right, Jimmy, what do we got? It's so close. It's going to be the worst game. But here's, I'm a Western Colorado fan. I don't know. We have our D two football show, Top of the Mountain, because the co-host that I have for that show, we played in the RMAC. Uh, they thought they could hold a three-zero lead for an entire half and just wow. shut it down and go into cake mode. I don't want to see that at this point with the Bengals having to go to their backup quarterback, no longer Joe Burrow. I have the two little Browns dogs too. I was, 
I don't know what it is about Ohio. I love Ohio when it comes to the NFL. So F the Steelers, F them for the rest of eternity. Browns win, and, yes. and maybe they win by a touchdown. But it, with it. DTR, like one point, uh, maybe yeah. on the last second, safety, Miles Garrett. That's, that's oh, going to be, be the... so good. <laughs> um, I, I appreciate you both as Bengals fans going out and picking the Browns. I really do appreciate that. I have us winning a very close one. I expect DTR to be a little bit better because this this time he's not being thrown in the fire 45 minutes before the game starts against the Ravens, who are just they're just the, the best team Cam in our division Hayward right and now. TJ Watt, though. We've all Cam experienced Cam Hayward. Is Cam Hayward back officially? I thought he played last week. Did he? Okay, I, I might have missed that. I know Fitzpatrick's out today. I didn't I double watch check this. any Steelers games unless I have to. Um, obviously those two are scary, but I would rather play them because of their offense being abysmal than I would the Ravens as my, so my DTR 45 minutes before the game gets thrust into the Ravens begins playing the Ravens. It looked like he looked like a rookie making his first start. He's had some time to adjust. He's used, he's seen the game now. I think we, he plays a little bit better. Our defense is still good. Kenny Pickett is borderline terrible. Um, if he had somebody different than Matt Canada, we'd know. Matt Canada sucks. If he didn't wear two gloves to play football, we would know. Like, I think that's his problem. You can't wear two footballs as a, as a quarterback. He's the Whopper commercial guy. That's what he is. You guys remember? Uh, I don't yes. know if you're WWE fans, but every yes. Friday night SmackDown, they would show that same. I can't order the Whopper because I got these little hands. Tiny and then they hands. had the guy with the giant hands holding it for him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is, this is strange. Classic. I'm already watching rest, oiled up men wrestling each other that they know the outcome, and now guys eating a burger out of somebody else's hands. This is weird. Kenny Pickett's that guy. And then you come out of commercial break, and the Undertaker sits up, and then everybody bamboozled. <laughs> no, we know we know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, all three of us are going Browns. Uh, next game, Bears at Lions. Uh, I'll lead us off here. I'm going Lions, but I think it's going to be a. Uh, I think it's going to be close. I'm gonna go lion. I'm gonna go lions by a touchdown. Um, Jordan, what do we got? Lions. I, Bears. I David Montgomery revenge game. Uh, give me the lions. I, I got the lions by two scores. Give me the lions wow. by two. Okay, I, Jimmy. I, I the lions are a team under Dan Campbell that does what they're good at, and that's run the football. That's played really physical defense. I'd like to see the defensive line get after it a little bit more with Aiden Hutchinson, but it's going to be the line like what they did last week, going for it on fourth and five, and you you just call up a halfback dive. That's what we used to do in Little League when we knew we were better than everybody else in the neighborhood. Oh yeah, call halfback dive. It's fourth and ten. Who gives a shit? We're gonna get ten right. yards. That's what the Lions do. I love the Lions and the way that they're built. I love Dan Campbell and the way that he coaches. Um, so we're we're all three on on the same team here too. I like the yep. Lions. Good picks. Um, next game, Chargers at Green Bay. Uh, this one should be interesting. Jordan, lead us off. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chargers in this one. I think they're. I think you're going to ride the momentum a little bit. Uh, they obviously, on paper, have the more talented team. They have the more talented quarterback. I know Gr Green Bay has been kind of just slugging through the season. Jordan Love mm -hmm. started off with fireworks, and it's kind of diffused since then. And uh, the Chargers, they, even though their coaching is still abysmal, I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not giving any credit to the front office. Too. Not at all. The, the, the Chargers had the more talented team in this game. Uh, give me the Chargers by seven. I, I think it's still going to come down to the last minute. 
I think the Chargers are going to make some questionable play calls uh, like they do every week, but uh, just too, too much talent. Gotcha. Jimmy, what do we got? It's so tough because the Chargers should be a, a great team. And shout out Austin Eckler for the Western Colorado connection. But I go back to the stat. I think it was two. It, it was the year right after COVID. And it was the Bengals playing the Chargers. And I was watching. I was listening to the broadcast. And Kevin Harlan in his deep voice goes, you know, these are the two teams in the NFL that have the most time ahead by 20 points and down by 20 points. <laughs> they are the only team that plays to the level of their competition. And unfortunately, your competition is going on the road to Lambeau this week. So as much as I have zero faith in Jordan Love, but I it, the, the coaching, who's going to lose the game less? And I think LaFleur at home is better than uh, what what the Chargers have bringing it on the road, so I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with the Packers. Okay. Interesting pick. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go Chargers. Uh, I think Herbert alone is good enough to win this one for them. Keenan Allen's having a really really good season. Uh, Jordan, are Love, we gonna give Bo Nix the same credit when he goes to the NFL like we give Justin Herbert? Because we give Justin Herbert a lot of credit for that I last think, season I in college. I don't know why I revert back to Bo Nix's time at Auburn where he was just terrible. But I I don't know. It's always in the back of my mind that he was just awful at Auburn. Um, I don't know. I just feel I, like we we conflate a lot with Justin Herbert because he was so good at Oregon when Oregon wasn't great. That was before the Dan Lanning era. So. Yeah. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I know. Okay, so – are we basing this off of like arm talent and stuff like that, or just results? Because I feel like Herbert just mother... results, just okay. results. Because Herbert was touted as the god of college football and never won a thing. Right. And Nick's was the same thing, and and I agree with you. At Auburn sucked, but now that he's been at or is great. What he did yesterday against Arizona State was <laughs> that wasn't fair. That was a D one playing a D two program there. Yeah, I mean he's got his worked his way into a Heisman, or a Heisman conversation top three probably top four so yeah i think i think you're 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 spot on with your point um i'm just i always look at herbert and it's hard to get through you know the guy can just throw the ball so so well um, just out of a house yeah i mean he's just it's insane maybe if he learned how to put some touch on the ball they'd win a couple more games but still i'm gonna go chargers i think they need to get back to five and five get themselves in the conversation and this is a good way to do it this packers team is not fantastic they have good solid players but I don't know, three and six, and I think the Chargers have just more talent on the field. So we'll move, we'll go with them. Um, Raiders and Dolphins, a game we talked about earlier. Um, the Antonio Pierce game. Um, Raiders at, at Dolphins. Jimmy, who you got? I picked the same way on our show, and I try and do that with talking the gridiron and far end of the bench. I try and make the same pick. So I'm going with the Dolphins. And I think that it's the the fact that you have a chain coming back. And it's a team that's right on the border. They're even 500. So you can either play really well or not play well. If you beat this team, then you can look at it and go, even if it's by three points and not the 70-point blowout that you had in Denver, you can look at it and go, okay, well, you you do have to win close games when it comes down to it in the postseason. People are going to give Mike McDaniel and the Miami Dolphins credit. I think that they're good. I just – I don't know what it is. I, I, I haven't had that extra vote of confidence to always say that Miami is that team mm -hmm. under Tua especially, but I am going with the Dolphins because it just it makes too much sense. I think that last week was an extra 
interim head coach bump for the Raiders. And this is the week where the talent is going to be what you, what you're really looking at, because don't forget the Raiders fired Josh McDaniels and the GM. Right. So it, there's obviously issues on the sideline, but there's also issues in player acquisition and outside of Max Crosby, who do you really have for Las Vegas? Exactly. Uh, Jordan, same thing. What do we got? Uh, g- give me this as the upset of the week. I'm going with the Raiders. <laughs> The Raiders. Yeah, Raiders. I, just, I, 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 I like it. I, I love what the locker room is doing. I, I love what Pierce is saying. Miami Miami didn't look great overseas. Miami hasn't looked great at home the last couple of weeks. I just, uh, they, I don't know, just something. They look fizzled out. They look like either the, you know, the league figured them out or two is in his own head. Uh, I haven't quite. You know, maybe it's a 50 50 thing, but uh, they just they just look so sluggish. You don't believe in jujitsu? What's that? You don't believe in jujitsu? Didn't you hear? Tua took jujitsu classes over the offseason so that he could fall and not get concussed every time that he fell on the dirt. And we we coined it jujitsu at the beginning of the season. That's that's uh, yeah, that that's uh, hilarious. But when you get your ass kicked, you get your ass kicked. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the truth. Hey, we we watched the we were the cause of the Tua hands meme. (laughs) <laughs> that's awesome um yeah i'm gonna go dolphins but i'm going i'm taking uh the lines at 14 i'm going under the under that i think it's gonna be a closer game than 14 um but yeah give me the dolphins they just got they got a little too much on offense to max crosby can't be everywhere so yeah give me give me the dolphins doing this one next uh giants um at commanders uh i'm going commanders i just could give a shit less that the giants are on tv so just give me the commanders. Jimmy, what do you got? As a fellow Italian American who still lives at home at 26, uh, I'm not standing behind Tommy DeVito because <laughs> it's it's the commanders all day. It's it's the commanders 100 percent They gotta figure out something at quarterback. That you now more than ever are going to understand why you shouldn't have paid Daniel Jones the way that you paid him. Everybody knew that I took my cousin is a Giants fan, and I texted him. I was like, as soon as they drafted him, that's the worst thing that you've ever done for your franchise because they're going to fall back. He's like, no, but we got Saquon too. Yeah, they're going to think that Saquon is benefiting from a mediocre performance out of Daniel Jones. They're not going to give it to the running back, especially with the way the NFL is right now. <laughs> the Giants are a dumpster fire. I, I think that they're probably on the track for number one overall pick. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jordan? Why are the Giants? Why are the Giants going to win this one? They're not. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Tommy DeVito, they're not. <laughs> and it, 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 even 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 with a traumatic brain injury, I'm not going with the Giants. Uh, we're, I can't do it. They put a nail in the season. It's just it's abysmal. Uh, everything post Eli Manning has been outside of Bartley has been kind of a joke. Uh, yeah, Eli Manning up until the playoffs was a joke too. But, uh... Watching those football life documentaries, it's good and bad for the team because you remember, oh, yeah, the Giants in 2008 sucked. And in yeah. 2011 sucked. Their pass rush caught fire for four weeks. That was it. Right. Brandon Jacobs was always pretty good. Brad Brandon Jacobs was the exception. I remember him, like, looking at him as a – as a kid, I was like, God, I didn't know a neck could look like that. Tiki Bar, you know, Tiki Barber, you got uh... – uh, Jeremy Shockey was doing it long before all these other Harry Collins, Flaxco Burris, the, or, yeah. the original, the original shooter. Pop, uh, pop, pop. 
as much as I hate Michigan, Mario Manningham with a one arm grab. Oh man, that catch was insane. Jesus. Ugh. All right, now we're now we're going back off off the grid. Uh, let's move <laughs> on. Uh, are either of you taking the Panthers to upset the Cowboys? No, 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 no. Jordan, this is. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, Jordan. go ahead. Go, no, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. This Jimmy. is the BCS Bowl. This is where the Cowboys earn all their brownie points for the voting yeah. committee. This is this is going to be the most lopsided beatdown that we've ever seen. Micah Parsons is going to eat Bryce Young's lunch and then take him, walk him up to his parents in the stands and be like, you owe me 50 more dollars because of what I'm doing to your kid right now. This, the, the Cowboys love this. This is what they've been looking forward to all season. Oh, the Panthers suck. I cannot wait to play the Panthers week 12. Please, please, please. Go ahead. It's Jordan. so bad. Give me the Cowboys, but I think it's going to be tougher than you think. Uh, look at the way they played Arizona. That's yeah, that's but Arizona is better, like, Arizona's better than the Panthers. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Was it Arizona? Like, wasn't it? Was it Arizona before or after Kyler? Because when did Kyler before. come back? It was before. Yeah. This, yeah. No. The 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 I don't know. I think that the ownership is really what's costing Carolina right now. Because Robert Tepper has so many, so everybody else on edge. He's trying to run this like a, a Fortune 500 company, which yeah, it, it is. But you have to know who who to hire and and who yeah. to give trust to at certain points. This yeah. is Mike this Brandon. is comical. This is comical how bad it, it is in Carolina right now. Sure. I honestly don't know how. I wish we had relegation in the NFL. I don't know who we would relegate for the Carolina Panthers spot, but. It, it's it's not Georgia. a good spot. We'd bring Georgia up. <laughs> <laughs> we would have to bring. I've been watching up. too much Ted Lasso. I apologize uh, for the non <laughs> non Apple TV viewers, mm. but yeah, no relegation. Let's move Georgia up and and see. They probably actually finished third. Who who do they beat? Atlanta. Sorry, John. Jesus Christ! Shots fired at uh, Atlanta. Uh, yeah, Cowboys by Cowboys. I'm taking I'm taking over eleven and a half. Uh, the Panthers watching them on that Thursday night game against the Bears. That they don't do anything on offense. They don't try to do anything on offense. It's really sad to watch Bryce Young be stuck in just a, an abysmal offense like that. Let's move on. Um, Titans at Jaguars. Uh, I think the Titans are slowly packing it in. Give me the Jaguars uh, to cover the six and a half points. What do you got, Jordan? I say the Jaguars by ten. Uh, I think the yeah. Titans. Titans are going to show some flashes. Uh, you're going to see some growth in a quarterback position, but like you said, uh, right now it's all it's all an Italian uh, it's all a talent evaluation right now for the Titans. Who's going to be there next year? Who's not? Who's going to be on a trading block? Who we're going to move forward with? But yeah, uh, it, it's purely kind of kind of the preseason into the postseason next year for the Titans. Jimmy, what are your thoughts? I think the quarterback situation, the whole thing has been handled so poorly with Brian Tannehill, Malik Willis, and Will Levis. Um, I I don't know if you guys have heard, but there's rumors now that if Ryan Day loses to Michigan this year, that Mike Vrabel is going to get fired from Tennessee and then get hired over at Ohio State. I I, I don't know what the whole situation has – it's it's wild. There's a lot of connections that you have to do, but I just don't I I don't like the way that he's handled his quarterback situation. Yeah, Ryan Tannehill wasn't the guy. Um, they never gave Malik Willis even a shot. And I know he got hurt, but then to go to your first round rookie, Will Levis, who you were surprised was even there when you drafted him because he fell like he did. 
there's so much wrong. And, and the fact that you're 0-5 on the road, do I think that you're going to turn it around this week? No, I don't think you're going to turn it around this week. I don't think the Jaguars are that good, but I, I heard all the stories at the beginning of the season. The Jaguars benefit from a terrible schedule, and mm-hmm. part of that terrible schedule is terrible division teams. Tennessee sucks. Yes. Tennessee outside of Jeffrey Simmons and Derrick Henry, and there's not much else to talk about. They're not a good football team, so give me the Jaguars. Didn't they beat the Bengals, or was that just? Oh, they that? kicked the shit out of the Bengals. Did I did I miss something? Not just there? beat. That was at home, though. Hey, Doug, we talked about it. That was at Tennessee, so they it's actually so knew how to play football. If it was so in Cincinnati, Tennessee would have turned into uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. from radio, and and that's what. Burr, burr, burr. <laughs> Everybody has a bad day. Too far. Too far. Putting radio hands on the football. Oh man. All right. <laughs> No, you guys are right. Uh, Cardinals, Texans. Uh, Jordan, who we got? <laughs> hey, give me the Texans. Give me the Texans by 10. I I, I think you know, the truth. No, nobody's yes, playing yes. football right now than C.J. Stroud other than Josh Dobbs. So uh, give me the <laughs> C.J. Stroud behind by himself is changing the narrative about Ohio State quarterbacks as we it's, speak. It's okay. Here, here's a perfect opportunity for this. Are you guys okay with a rookie being in the MVP conversation? Jimmy, keep we'll start winning. with you. Keep winning. Just keep I, doing what you're doing. You already got rookie of the year. Pin. Right. Just keep doing what you're doing. I if if it continues, if we see ten, let's let's talk about this. If Texans win fourteen games, is that 14? enough? Fourteen. Yeah. Well, they've uh, they've only got. They've only got seven left. That's what I'm – I don't know what it is about the 17-week season, but teams get on streaks for like eight, nine weeks in a row. But you can't win nine more games with only seven left. No, I know, but that's what I'm I, – I don't know what to think about C.J. Stroud. I think he all has of to the get moments, to ten all, of, all of the moments where he's supposed to have folded, he has just kicked everybody back and said, no, nah, I'm not folding here. I'm going to continue to do this. He shouldn't have beat the Bengals last week. No, he, he shouldn't have. Whether it was a touchdown by Tyler Boyd or not, that wasn't a game Houston should have won, and he did. I mean, they were up right. on you guys the whole game, too. Kudos, kudos no, I'm saying, but, I mean, he had them in the position the entire game. I know I know you guys should have won on paper, but it's Jordan. It's just if he continues what he's doing, yes, yes he's in the MVP conversation. He's I, doing I mean, he's more in it right than, now. He's in it right now. He is in it right now, but I, okay. he's on the outside looking up at, at people. All right, Jordan, what are your thoughts on Stroud and the MVP conversation? I I, I think it's one hundred ten percent necessary. Uh, yeah, stats speak for themselves, and wins speak even louder. Uh, yeah. Two two fourth quarter comeback wins. Uh, you know, you get the ball down with forty five seconds left against the Buccaneers. You. You get the ball with, uh, you know, a little over a minute against the Bengals, and you just make it happen. Uh, you know, Man, he's good. The, Jordan, the did you think that it well, wasn't going to happen, though? That's, that's what I'm falling back on, is when he had that ball in that situation, you didn't think that it was outside of the realm of possibility the Texans to go down and kick the field goal and win. No, I, I, I honestly thought when he threw his only his second interception of the year to Cam Taylor Britt that we sealed the win, and uh, that's – CJ Stroud, he, he didn't look like a rookie. Looked like a guy that was like, "All right, I threw a pick. I've done it before. Let me go out here and uh, do what I do best." And 
for him, that's just going down the field and playing football. Uh, yeah. He had big moments at Ohio State. You know, I keep referring to it. Uh, you know, he 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 beat Georgia. Ohio State's defense was 110 percent on the loss. Uh, CJ well, and and there was that bad targeting call that should have been called in the end zone. There was. Yeah. That's the craziest thing about it is as good as Georgia has been the last two years, CJ Stroud beat them. Yeah. That was one of the worst field goal attempts I've ever seen. Uh, uh, that Alabama-Tennessee one begs the Oh, uh, yeah, that's true. Well, as an Ohio State fan, it just wasn't even wasn't even close. Uh, shout out to the Back It Up Ben podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, in my opinion, C.J. Stroud has to win 10 games to be in the top three voting for MVP. Um, they've got to win five more games. They've got seven or eight left. It's going to be very, very close for him. I think that we all agree they beat the Cardinals today, correct? Yes. Okay, let's move on to the next one. We've got uh, Buccaneers and 49ers, a uh, game we circled earlier in the day. Uh, Jimmy, 49ers, how, how much do they end up winning this one by? It's, it's closer than the 13 and a half, but they do end up winning it. Um, they're a better team, and I think that now we're, we're going to start to see what Chase Young and Nick Bosa do on the same defensive line where they get a little bit comfortable with themselves. And that 49er defense is what I was circling even when the Bengals were playing them two weeks ago. That defense is what's going to carry them. So as good as you can be, it, it let's get a little bit more continu- continuity going, and uh, San Francisco is able to take this one, not by 14, but they do take it and are able to score whenever they want. But their defense will will – dominate everything today yep jordan what do we got i got the 49ers by seven personally uh i think the game is going to be a lot closer than what a lot of people think but kind of what he touched on uh i think you'll see that trade i think you'll see uh chase Young more comfortable get in get in other than just certain packages certain third down plays i think we'll see him on some run support potentially but uh yeah get, give me the 49ers in this by seven i think it's going to come down to the fourth quarter and Honestly, who 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 doesn't turn the ball over last? All right, there you go. Um, I got the 49ers also. I think 13 and a half is a solid number. I'm going to go slightly under it, though. Um, next game on the agenda, guys, Jets at Bills. Jets pulled the upset early in the year after the Rodgers injury. Buffalo favored by eight and a half at Buffalo. Jimmy, do the Jet, can the Jets pull another miracle out? You guys, if you listen to Talking the Gridiron, if the people tuning in right now are variety sports fans and listen to Talking the Gridiron, they know my brother is a Jets fan. He was an LT fan when he was with the Chargers. He followed him to the Jets. He stuck with the Jets. So I'll give him that. I I stuck with the Bengals when, when I loved Carson Palmer and Rudy Johnson. He stuck with the Jets just for LT, and he's continued to stick with them. Um. I there's so much wrong with the Jets organization and how they're handling the quarterback situation. And as bad as the Bills have looked, and the Bills have lost the last two games outright that they've yep. played against the Bengals, and then this last weekend too, they they shouldn't have been in that situation. They should be able to overcome the these things. The don't tell me, don't sit there and tell me that the Broncos should have beat them no. last weekend. Russell Wilson threw a touchdown pass. The Bills had every chance to win that game, yet you still can't get over that hump. And you couldn't get over the hump against the Bengals the week before. And, in fact, you make it worse. Josh Allen's a turnover machine. I think he's your quarterback, but pull the reins. Pull him back a little bit. Don't just let him buck you all over the place. 
he's putting you in bad situations. He's putting your defense in bad spots. All of that being said, uh, Zach, Zach Wilson, he got a relief win against the Bills in week one. He's not getting the full-time win against the Bills, especially not on the road. The Buffalo Bills will win this game because Zach Wilson can't score touchdowns and he won't score a touchdown in Buffalo. Mark my words. Okay. All right, Jordan, what are your thoughts? Uh, anybody on the Variety of Sports Network has seen me talk about the Jets all year. Uh, you know, their defense is going to keep them in it. Uh, that being said, I, I, I don't see them getting the win today because okay. just the quarterback play is just – Zach's just so inconsistent. Atrocious. You, you see him against the Chiefs make beautiful passes. Or, you know, just it just falls in the, the receivers and the tight ends' hands. Then you As see an him, offensive he, lineman, if I saw a quarterback run okay. 40 yards backward – while he's getting chased down for the sack, I would lose my shit. It's just, man, it's just too inconsistent. Then yeah. I just, I, I feel so bad because the Jets' defense is the Jets' defense is championship caliber. I right. mean, if they if they had just even half a quarterback, they'd be in some of these games. But uh, I just the, the look for the Bills to get a revenge game, a rebound game. I I think they're gonna play up and down the field with them. Give me, give me, give me the Bills by ten. Okay. I'm taking the Bills also. Uh, could, could be rainy up there. Could be snowy. Should be an interesting mix up there. Uh, yeah, give me the Bills though. I think the Jets can keep it close, but man, if Josh, if Josh Allen does not curt some of these turnovers, it's just they've got a really hard schedule to close out the year. This could get really bad for the Bills if they don't get it together soon. Um, Seahawks and Rams. Uh, give me the Seahawks uh, to win this one. Uh, Jimmy, how you got this one going? I was trying to look it up real quick before we started talking about this one. The NFC West is the division where you can look at who's coaching and who who. It's like rock paper scissors. Rock beats paper. Paper beats uh, uh, rock beats scissors. Scissors beats paper. Paper beats rock. Um, but I, I, that's what the NFC West is. The Rams are favored by two. I didn't. Know um, that. I think the Rams probably they could win it at home. Pete Carroll with the Seahawks. They're trying to keep up with the 49ers. They know this is a game they have to win. And if you can win a division game, that would be even better. Um, yeah, I, I like I like the Seahawks over the Rams. I'm gonna go with my heart. I don't I don't know why that is, but I'm I'm going with the Seahawks over the Rams. Give me give me Seattle. Jordan, what we got here? Uh, I I think Seattle has enough defense to uh get them through this game to mask some of the Geno's bad play. Who's Bobby uh, Wagner playing for? Uh, can he play for both? <laughs> Just a dual-sided jersey? The old Brady Quinn, A.J. Hawk jersey? The dual-sided jersey? That's how I used to pick this matchup. But who's who's Bobby Wagner playing for? I think it's the Rams now, isn't it? No, he, he he's back with the Seahawks. He's back with Seattle. <laughs> I can't keep up. Um, yeah, so last game on the agenda till, for before Monday, Sunday night game. Vikings at Denver. Jordan, tell us why Denver wins this one. I'll tell you why the Vikings win. And, uh, <laughs> Josh Jobs is not done yet. Uh, I, I think uh, another week into the playbook, uh, they're playing. They're, you know, he's playing solid. He's playing solid. He's not turning the ball over. Uh, he's tucking and running it when he needs to. He's throwing it away when he needs to. And the Vikings have a good enough run offense and defense to support them. Okay. Uh, they're they're still they're. 
they're they're still five and one without Justin Jefferson. That's something that's what a crazy something even a back of your guys' minds. Uh, they score more points with him on a bench for whatever reason. They're not uh, forcing the ball. Yeah, if you're not forcing them the ball, that's the, you know that kind of the Terrell Owens effect towards the end of his career in Philly. Uh, I think, uh, but yeah, give, give me give me the Vikings by ten. Jimmy, tell us why Denver wins this game. This is where I'm going to be in trouble later on tonight. And Jordan, I don't know if you're coming on talking the gridiron. I I will pick. I didn't pick the Broncos on our show because I love the fact that Nico put on his orange and blue glasses, and it would be hilarious. If Josh Dobbs beats the Broncos, but he he made a really good point on our show on Thursday, and that was the coaching has been the difference the last three weeks. You can't look at it and say that it's been the offense, it's been the defense. McDermott got out coached by Peyton on Monday Night Football. That's why the Broncos won that game, and he out coached the the last win that they had. I think before the bye week, I think that we've finally gotten the Nathaniel Hackett stink off of this team, where. We don't have to – we're not just going out there. I the, the famous line, hope is not a strategy. We do not hope that our script is going to be – going to make our players look good. No, it's going to. Whether that's a touchdown, whether that's a f- couple first downs, it's going to be close enough. Sean Payton, to me, the last few weeks has proven he can outcoach the person across from him. So given that – Given Patrick Sertan is now looking like that top five overall pick that he is, he shut down um, uh, Stefan Diggs last weekend. So mm-hmm. give me the Broncos defense doing enough. They're confusing Josh Dobbs, and now they have two weeks of game plan film to be f- figure out how Kevin O'Connell is going to use Josh Dobbs, how we're going to be able to figure that out. I think that the Broncos, it's at home. And a little bit biased, a little bit because I want Thanksgiving week to start off on a good note, and Denver is just happier when the Broncos win. It it it, it makes a lot of sense. Denver wins by, let's say, a field goal over the Vikings. I, I got to pick your brain here. You you say out coached, but twelve men on the field is that out coach or is that a boneheaded assistant move? Did they kick the field goal while twelve people were standing out there? Do you guys know who the 12th man was, by the way? Just, you DeMar know, Hamlin. DeMar I, Hamlin was the 12th man. He should have been off Hamlin. the field. <laughs> so, I, I, you want I mean, to bring that up? I had to throw that in there because you take that away and it, it's a Denver loss. It is. It is. Uh, I could say that that's Josh, more Josh Allen. You don't, you, do you not think that Josh <laughs> Allen gives you more of a, a chance to win at the end of the game than Josh fucking Dobbs? Uh, <laughs> Would you bet your eyebrows on it, Jordan? Which one, the left or the right? Both. Oh, okay. That's tough. Uh, I love this. Okay, guys. So, to break the tie, I'm going to Denver to pull the upset tonight. They win their fourth game in a row. Go, Broncos! Denver wins their fourth in a row. They beat Packers, Chiefs, Bills, and then this is the Vikings would be their fourth. Give me the Denver Broncos to win the game tonight. Last game, Monday night. Oh, boy. Monday night, guys. Uh, Eagles, Chiefs, Super Bowl rematch. Jimmy, who wins this one? I went with Kansas City, um, and it was the defense of the Chiefs that kind of swayed my opinion. Last few years, Mahomes has had to come up with a lot of magic. He's kind of 
it's not magic anymore. It's just playing off of how good that defense is. And I will give Kansas City credit. I think that last year when they were playing their young guys and trying to get them as much experience as they could, whether they were good or bad, because there were a couple games where their young guys screwed them last year. Yeah, They're the defending Super Bowl champions for a reason. They got those rookies the experience they needed. I'm not saying that it's going to be a blowout. This very well could be another Super Bowl rematch. I don't know the last time that we've had the same two teams get back for the Super Bowl at the same time. It all depends on that Kansas City offense. And when you look at the Kansas City offense, when you look at Patrick Mahomes, I think all three of us would say if Patrick Mahomes were the quarterback of my offense, well, we'd be pretty much in every game that we have. So uh, going by that logic, going by the fact that this defense is better than it was last year in the Super Bowl and they still ended up winning the Super Bowl, I'm taking Kansas City over Philadelphia. I love Jason Kelsey more than I love Travis Kelsey. And my girlfriend's a Swifty and, and she's all on the Chiefs bandwagon or half of her family's from there. But I'm like, no, no, I love Jason Kelsey more, but, but the Chiefs have karma at tight end and I don't know how you beat karma. That, that's my thing. I think you beat it with the sexiest man alive in Jason Kelsey. Give me the Eagles to win this one in a really close game. I'm really excited to watch this one today or on Monday. Sorry, Jordan, who you got? Fly Eagles, fly, baby. Let's go. I uh, my my pick my pick is the Eagles. I think you know kind of what I touched on earlier in the show. The Eagles drafted for this game. I mean, they upgraded the defensive tackle position. They upgraded the pass rush. You know, they made midseason trades at the safety position to kind of clean up some things on the back end. For the for in my mind, this game it's not for anybody in the NFC. It is for Patrick Mahomes and how Patrick Mahomes extends plays and kind of gets outside the pocket. And I think I think they made enough adjustments. You look at kind of the games that Kansas City squeaked by. What I touched on earlier, the Jets game, they against a good defense, Kansas City did not look good. Yeah, they got bailed out by. I I'm gonna their offense is bad this year. It's their defense that's that's what's carrying the team. That's a that's a scary thing right now. It is, but but uh, you know, you look week one, Detroit laid, you know, even without Chris Jones, and I know that has an effect, but you look week one, Detroit against the Lions, you don't know if it has an effect. Chris Jones against the Lions rushing attack, I think that has an effect. I did say that has an effect. <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, honestly, this is a this is the closest thing to a toss-up that we have. I would love to see this as a Super Bowl rematch. I don't know about the two of you. I know that we all have our own teams that still have paths and ways. And I'm going to go back to our Division II football show where we had – there was one school in the RMAC that continued, even though they were third in the conference and had no chance of making the playoffs. They would have hour-and-a-half-long meetings about how – Okay, well, this team loses, we win. This team loses by this many points, and we're we're in the playoffs. Uh, the the forty, excuse me, the the Chiefs and the Eagles right now. If they go back and have a Super Bowl rematch, I'd be perfectly happy with that. I I don't see the Chiefs getting out of the AFC, especially if they drop this one. Who beats them? Ravens are tough. I think the Ravens give them a good game. You I think, think Lamar is going to beat Patrick Mahomes? I think they could. Um, let me see. Defense will. Really outside of them, you know, the Dolphins, nah. Um, yeah, I mean, to me, it's to me, it's either it's the Ravens or the Chiefs. I agree with you that the Ravens probably are the toughest matchup, but Patrick Mahomes against Lamar, I'm taking Patrick Mahomes 
10 times out of 10. Sure. That's fair. Uh, Jordan, what are your last thoughts before we get out of here? Uh, just, just a big, just a big week in football. We're, we're at the measuring stick of what the playoffs are going to be in the next two weeks. So, uh, just uh, seeing how it all shapes out. It's it's a tight race in the AFC. Uh, the NFC is getting interesting. The AFC West is getting interesting. You know, if the Chiefs drop one tonight and the rest of the division wins, it puts them only a game ahead. Uh, we'll see. Yeah. Well, a lot of interesting storylines coming out. So. For sure, for sure. Jimmy, any thoughts before we get out of here? I feel better about football than I did when I started the show. The Bengals, Thursday night football, that was awful. <laughs> Um, but it is still fun to talk about it, and I'm looking through our picks. So I have the Browns, the Dolphins, the Vikings, and the Chiefs, and Nico this week has the Steelers, the Dolphins, the Broncos, and the Eagles. So there's movement happening this week. So far end of the bench, we've been enjoying uh, – like we're close now in our, in our pick them, and I normally get way out of con- contention at this point. I'm glad that I was on this show to kind of re- reflect on some of my picks, but that has been a lot of fun this season. So been a good year so far yep all right guys this has been the sunday morning tailgate from the variety sports network make sure you hit that subscribe button that like button hit us up we've got shows running all week every day of the week pretty much there's a show uh we appreciate you guys tuning in we had a lot of viewership today everybody who commented thank you we're going to keep it rolling and we will see you next sunday enjoy the football enjoy